IRS problems are scary, but they don't have to be. Travis Watkins has been helping troubled taxpayers with customized plans to negotiate with the IRS and stop immediate threats to their livelihood so they can get a good night's sleep again since 1999. Now, here's Travis. Got a little question for you. Uh, maybe you've heard or maybe you haven't heard that uh, the IRS will file tax returns for you for free. But it's not exactly what you might be thinking. Uh, and I'll explain. The IRS will sometimes uh, file returns for a taxpayer when they haven't filed uh, for themselves for some period of time. It's usually about three years or more because the IRS penalty for failing to file times out. In other words, it stops at three years. So consequently, we have folks that come in to see us that um, we ask them how much they owe and they'll bring up these notices and they'll say, well, I know for sure I, I didn't file myself, so how do I have these balances on my, uh, why am I receiving notices that I have IRS taxes due? This is just, you know, like a phantom return or what's going on here? And usually you can look up in the uh, right-hand corner of an IRS notice whenever they send you something saying that you owe them and it'll say tax uh, year and tax type. And so it'll have the tax year and then it'll have uh, 1040. And typically when they file a return for you, they put like 1040A uh, on there. And a lot of times that means that they have filed a return for you. They call it the substitute for return or SFR. And uh, these are nasty little creatures because as you can imagine, um, when the IRS has to do a return for you for free and, uh, you know, they're forced to do it, then uh, you don't want them to <laughs> do it for you. Uh, they don't give you any deductions, really any exemptions. They don't give you any real room to breathe. Uh, they assume that you did really great uh, during the years that you didn't file. And so they stick you in the top tax bracket. Then they take those um, reports that other third parties have filed on you every year, things such as 1040s, 1099s, or excuse me, not 1040s, W-2s if you're a wage earner, 1040 being the, the uh, personal individual tax form. Uh, 1099s, though, for self-employed folks. Um, in other words, documents that other people file on you, companies, for instance, whenever they want to take their own business expense for having paid you uh, some wage or for some work that you've done for them. So the IRS takes all those things and puts them together and, uh, again, gives you no real deductions or uh, expenses there because they don't have any at hand. They put you in the highest tax bracket. They run it through straight line computations there and they spit out this nasty number and it includes penalties and interest, of course, the penalties for failing to file and or pay um, 
also goes into that thing. And, and what it is is just some really uh, usually god-awful number that, uh, that, that you wouldn't file on your worst enemy. Um, how do you find these things out? We've talked in previous videos about getting your master tax file from the IRS, the account transcript, which will show what years uh, have been filed and how those have all been assessed, um, what years have not been filed. And then they'll also show the substitutes for returns. The, uh, they may say 1040A on there. Sometimes they don't. They'll say uh, substitute for return on there. If you don't have any substitutes for returns, as we've talked about before and is, is outlined uh, pretty extensively in my book, The Ultimate Survival Guide for IRS Problems, and you can pick up a copy for that uh, of that at TravisWatkinsBook.com. You can download it right there for free, and it talks about these things and many other things that we're uh, outlining here today. But uh, if it doesn't have an SFR out for any given tax year, then you can assume that you need to go back at least six years um, and, and file original returns there. Um, and why six years? There's an industry standard there that ties right alongside with the IRS's statute of limitations for criminal penalties, uh, misdemeanor, for not filing. They, in other words, the IRS could go back up to six years and uh, try to get you prosecuted criminally for not filing returns. So you go ahead and you file at least uh, six years of returns there. That's kind of the industry standard. Um, also kind of as a side note there, if you do file before the IRS brings any type of a criminal investigation for failure to file tax returns, in other words, you beat them to the punch and you're proactive on this, and by the way, it's the law anyway, so you should be doing this if you're wondering. But if you go ahead and file your original returns before they start any type of criminal investigation there, then uh, they will not move forward with any type of criminal um, penalties there, for at least for failure to file, uh, which carries up to uh, a year in prison uh, for this type of misdemeanor. All right. Um, <clears throat> the substitutes for return are considered audit reconsiderations. And what that means is, yes, these are audits that the IRS does, little mini audits, really. They've, they are auditing those 1099s, W-2s that other third parties have filed on you and coming up with a return, and they do consider that an audit. So when you file something else, an original return to challenge that audit, it is considered an audit reconsideration. And when you, uh, if you are doing these yourself, um, we've talked about previously that you can't file really anything other than the last year of tax returns electronically. So you'll be filing these or preparing these in paper versions, even if you get some software to uh, come up with, with old years and prepare those old years. You'll be filing them in paper form and you'll be doing those in separate, you should be doing those, mailing those to the IRS via certified mail uh, by um, return receipt requested. You should write at the top of these returns, 
um, audit reconsideration in pretty bold letters there at the top of this thing so that they know that you're challenging a, uh, an audit, a, um, a substitute for return. So uh, be sure when you prepare those that you put that at the top. Uh, these original returns, when you challenge a substitute for return with an original return, these things not, aren't always fast. Um, it can take up to six months for them to uh, review your original filing, your audit reconsideration, and consider it to be the original return instead of that nasty substitute for return that they filed on you. Um, if you don't get uh, some notification from the IRS that they have accepted that return, I'd say within, um, yeah, certainly within six months, I would go ahead and uh, file a Form 911. That's a taxpayer advocate form. And you can get those on irs.gov, or if you have a tax professional that's helping you with these things, they'll know to file a 911 return to kind of see where this thing is in the process. And um, we'll be able to maybe pull some strings to get that done uh, either a little faster or at least find out where it is in the process. Um, again, everybody, uh, when they ask me, should I be filing some type of an original return over the top of a substitute for return, my answer is typically yes on that. And I've been thinking about uh, any possible exceptions to that rule. Um, the only thing that I can really think of is uh, you might not want to challenge a substitute for return if you've got absolutely uh, no documentation to support uh, the expenses that you plan to put on your uh, on your original return to challenge that substitute for return. And that happens quite a bit when um, it happens in the gambling context quite a bit because a lot of gamblers, when they generate these winnings, they can offset the winnings with um, with losses up to the amount of winnings, but they don't have the proper documentation that would hold up in an audit with the IRS. So if that's the case and you have substantial winnings and you really have absolutely nothing to support the, uh, the losses, in other words, uh, at the very least, some type of uh, a game card, for instance, then you might want to seriously consider just letting the SFR go. Um, in other words, not challenging the SFR. Um, you really want to be careful with, with these types of um, returns, especially if you have a uh, revenue officer. Um, this is a little inside tip, and I think we've talked about it before, and this is all outlined also in my book, The Ultimate Survival Guide for IRS Problems. You can pick up your free download at TravisWatkinsBook.com. But the insider secret here is the IRS really cares the most, maybe uh, cares only in, in many circumstances about whether or not a taxpayer gets all the income that should be listed in the return on that return. So uh, as long as the SFR uh, has all the um, income on it that you received for that given year, um, and you feel comfortable that that's, that is indeed the case, that, that everything from an income standpoint is represented there, then uh, you might not 
there could be a cir circumstance there where you might let the SFR just go ahead and hold up and not challenge it with an original return. This would especially be the case if you're anticipating being eligible for a settlement through the offer and compromise program. In other words, you can't pay uh, not only the amount that uh, the exorbitant amount that shows up on the SFR, but you couldn't pay anywhere near what uh, would come out if you actually filed an original return that was correct and lower. Um, and these are kind of complex things that you, you really should be talking to a tax professional about, a tax attorney about. We do them at my office. Certainly, it's a very important part of what we do in the um, investigative process of figuring out <clears throat> what the best plan of action uh, to solve a tax problem would be. And we're standing by. You can talk to somebody really 24-7 at 1-800-721-7054. All right. That wraps up uh, some discussions here about the substitute for return at the IRS. I really appreciate you watching it, and y'all take it easy.